welcome to Bad Batching Episode 4. I'm your host, Johnny Orm, and today we're looking at the latest episode called Cornered. Uh, with the Bad Batch in need of supplies and fuel, uh, they land on the planet of Pantora in order to um, sell some bits and pieces and, uh, you know, pick up the necessities. Um they also learn that they need that their ship has been basically targeted and uh, the imperial the empire are looking out for their ship so tech has to scramble their signature whilst um, with the help of Wrecker mm-hmm. <laughs> whilst Hunter Omega and Echo go off to sell the last explosive much to Wrecker's chagrin um, and get some money. Um, the explosive isn't uh, purchased, but uh, one um, one shopkeeper takes a lot of interest in um, in Hunter's droid, aka a disguised Echo. Um, Hunter sells Echo for three thousand credits, um, with the plan that if you know once they were able to get away, Echo could just slip away, which is fair enough. <clears throat> During the transaction, though, um, Echo, um, not Echo, um, what's her name? Omega uh, befriends a space dog thing, which uh, is like the three D animated version of Buggles from Star Wars Resistance, um, but Buggles, or, you know, the, um, the Buggles species thing, takes Omega's new Stormtrooper doll, and she hunts it down. Meanwhile, the, uh, back of the ship, Tech and Wrecker have to bribe the, uh, bribe the guy running the dock, um, and they're not very good at bribery, <laughs> which is very funny. Um, but he double-crosses them and sends a message to a bounty hunter uh, because their ship matches a description of their ship <laughs> that's been put out because there is a bounty on Omega. Uh, in Pantora City, Hunter tries hunt, uh, hunts down, tries to hunt down Omega. But Omega is found by none other than the bounty hunter herself, Fennec Shand. Oh yes, Mandalorian crossover. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, and Fennec befriends Omega, saying that she will help her find her friends um, and gains her trust by stealing some food because Omega is hungry. But when um, Hunter catches up with him and he's like, yeah, get away from her. Fennec shows her true colours and tries to take Omega, resulting in a fight between Hunter and Fennec. Um, and Fennec completely kicks uh, Hunter's butt. Um, Wrecker is sent to help find Omega. Um, Tech is like, yeah, we can't get the ship moving. I need to repair, I need to put the ship back together. So Echo enlists the droids 
that this merchant has that do all of his work, removes their um, restraining bolts and leads them to the ship where they put everything back and fix it up after Tech had fixed the um, transponder signature. Hunter chases, uh, well, Wrecker finds Omega in the sewers um, and sends Omega away to the ship uh, as he tries to take on Fennec. But Fennec bests him by uh, blasting a couple of pipes, uh, causing him to get dis um, disorientated with the steam, and Wrecker hits his head. I have a feeling this is going to be a bit of an uh, ongoing uh, occurrence. <laughs> So Fennec chases Omega up to the top of a security tower and um, Omega falls off the side and she's holding on. Uh, Tech informs uh, Hunter. Hunter steals a speeder bike uh, and, but uh, doesn't get there just in time but uh, Fennec manages to get her and Omega onto the roof and back and the passing no cargo um, slot on a cargo transport um, Fennec tries to blast Hunter he chases this uh, cargo uh, transport Omega uh, unlocks all of the cargo causing Fennec to fall off and land on another on a um, repulsor craft. She commandeers that by throwing the owner out of the moving vehicle, possibly killing him. Uh, the chase uh, the chase between Hunter and Omega and um, Fennec goes through, you know, carries on through the uh, street uh, before Hunter is able to blow up Fennec's ship, leaving her a little battered, a little bruised, uh, but the Bad Batch managed to escape. Um, with the dock worker just yelling at the ship as it lifts off, going, no, 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 she didn't pay me! Um, as if that would keep them around. Um, Fennec speaks to him, he's like, he's afraid that she's going to kill him. But she's like, no, uh, but you know, what, you, know who I'm look, you know what I'm looking for, so if you see anything, let me know. Uh, and that's, that was it. That was the uh, episode. Um, it was a good, fun episode yet again. Like they've, you know, we're we're four for four on you know, on hits so far, and I am really pleased. Um, and you know, I'm kind. My expectations are getting higher and higher with the, every episode of what of like how much I'm going to like the next episode so I'm really starting to part of me starting to worry that I'm going to end up my expectations are going to get too high uh, for you know top quality Star Wars and you know feel a bit let down and I don't really want that because I'm loving this series so far um, you know they're doing such an amazing job um, the whole the whole team are just absolutely nailing it um, and you know, story-wise, like there's not been a bad part of the story. Um, it felt 
kind of good to not have to focus on like a mystery here. This is just like, look, we need supplies. It's a trope. It's a really, it's an often used trope. We saw it in Rebels uh, before of like the needing supplies and oh look, now we're having to do this other thing, but we do need supplies. Um, uh, but it works because it just, it, it gives you a chance to kind of, you know, get moments with all the characters. You know, we, we get to see Omega being a kid. Like, Omega wanted a toy, and she's got a toy now. You know, that's what the whole story, the whole Fennec Shan chasing them through the streets of Pantora, you know, that's how it started off. She just wanted this toy. And it's so sweet. Um, like Hunter's uh, incognito get up. Uh, looks, you know, makes him look more Rambo than Rambo, uh, which I think was pretty cool. I mean, no one is coming, going to outright say that Hunter is Rambo. They're not going to do that. Um, but I'm sorry. It's obvious. <laughs> and if it's not Rambo, then it's Charlie Sheen in Hot, in Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> um, and... This episode got some really nice connections, like Fennec Shand, like, she's like, like, who'd have thought, like, people would be getting excited about this bounty hunter that, you know, showed up in one of the worst episodes of The Mandalorian, it's still one of the worst episodes of The Mandalorian, um, you know, only to kind of come back in some of the best episodes of The Mandalorian, um, and now, bang, she's become an animation star. Like, I wouldn't have thought that. You know, when they announced Bad Batch, I'm like, oh, okay, they're just going to keep going across the galaxy and, and doing stuff. But no, like, we're getting full-on Fennec Shan connections. And voiced by Ming-Na Wen, which is brilliant, you know, it's like, okay, Ming-Na Wen playing uh, Fennec Shan across the, um, across the Star Wars timeline. Um... And, you know, kind of, we get to see her at her, you know, kind of in her prime. Um, which, just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, I like having the resistance that I likes. My words. My words are not wordy today. Um, I really enjoyed the Buggles connection as well, like... It just kind of helps legitimise Resistance that little bit more. Like, they're connecting it throughout the Star Wars timeline now. Um, rather than just little tip-offs in, um, in in the sequel trilogy. Um, so, I mean, and it was like, you know, it's not like... Oh, we're, we're going to throw in, like... X character who you know, over here, we're not going to do that, you know, it's just a real, like, easy connection, um, seeing, uh, Tuka cats as well, they were, they were pretty cool, uh, it took me, it took me a while to kind of, like, I was like, well, they're going to Pantora, um, those, uh, those non-chess blue-skinned folk, 
And I'm kind of sat there, like, looking around, but no, they're in the capital... I really can't speak today. Um, they're in the capital city of the main planet of the system. So you can kind of, like, go, right, yeah, okay. You know, it's it's going to be like a like a smorgasbord of different um, different species. Um, but I was kind of like going, where are all these Pantorans? Um, and there were a few. There were, there were quite a few, but, you know, it was like, a whole myriad of uh, Star Wars races. Um, and I suppose this kind of, it does kind of show that the Empire's um, xenophobia hasn't kind of um, exploded just yet across the galaxy. Like, um, you know, everyone is still mingling. Uh, but kind of over time. And, you know, we get to see uh, Vice Admiral Rampart again in all his I'm going to be a hologram telling people about chain codes and galactic credits um, glory, which is... Uh, I think we're going to be seeing that quite a bit as we go to from planet to planet. Um, so, uh, it will be interesting to kind of see more on that and hunter even says like um he was surprised that he surprised how quickly everything is changing um but i suppose like the way that palpatine kind of had it and once he sit once he threw in execute order 66 like for the most part everything was ready to go you know like the governors and the generals and the the commanders like tarkin like they're already loyal to palpatine you know they just they just had a regime change, but you know they're still. It's. It's not like it's a conquering regime. If this is like. The Galactic Republic 2.0, you know, like it's just a chain. You know, for, for all intents and purposes, for the population, it's just like right. Look. Stuff went down. Is now the Empire. Everything's going to be all right. You know, the war is over. And. The Empire's going to make sure we're not going to go back to war. You know, of course, the tyranny doesn't kind of show up just yet. And probably for some, it won't, there won't be like mass amounts of tyranny. Um, you know, maybe for, you know, a lot of people, like, yeah, it's law and order, but, it, you know, they won't see the tyranny that kind of the the leaders of the rebellion saw and, you know, Kind of like their way of seeing, you know. I think I think, kind of like Mon Mothma saw, uh, like. She saw through Palpatine rather than, what like the um, the general population of the galaxy, and you know, for some people like on some planets that like, kind of oppose the imperial rule, there's going to be more fighting, you know. So various places will see that. Um, the tyranny sooner, but by the time you get to a new hope, like that tyranny and is the tyranny is well known, you know, even on backwater planets like Tatooine. Like, I don't like it's like Luke's like it's not like I like the Empire, I hate it, but there's nothing I can do. Um, you know, and it's it's at that point when enough. I mean, it's what about a year, maybe two years prior to that that the the Rebel Alliance is fully formed. Um, 
or relatively speaking fully formed because I don't think it's until Rogue One that you know the like the main rebellion is in play because you've got all the naysayers in in the meeting room in Rogue One who are like ready to just turn tail and be like you know go back to Palpatine saying oh we're sorry we were wrong um but yeah I mean it's you know it it's, that's that's 19 years later you know it's 19 years after this point so you know it gives uh, gives people time to see the true level of the bad uh so that's going to be it for this episode um like i said really great episode of bad batch really enjoyed it um looking forward to next friday just to because new bad batch day um so yeah uh before i go i'd like to thank you all for listening and if you have enjoyed this podcast and you're enjoying the blog uh please uh head on over and uh support the blog by visiting the blog at mystarwaslifedebt.com and if you'd like to help uh, financially support the blog and podcast please head on over to patreon.com forward slash mystarwaslifedebt there are three tiers to choose from um and it all goes towards content for the blog um and uh yeah so once again thank you and punch it chewy <laughs>